Hey, millionaire babes. Are you tired of being burned out, stressed out when it comes to your business and ready to finally make the money you desire? Well, I am here to help. I am Brianna Michelle, a.k.a. The Millionaire Babe, broke wedding pro turned six-figure earner in one year and now a million-dollar brand, helping you do the same. I help heart-centered people pleasers ignite their personal power and turn their dreams into dollars to live the life they've always imagined. Through sharing success stories and providing tips on marketing mindset and manifestation, it's time for you to step into our world and let's discover together your future millionaire babe self. Hello, hello, Millionaire Babes, and welcome to another episode of the Millionaire Babe Podcast. Today, we are diving into gratuity. So if you guys have been following me on my Instagram stories, I've been talking a lot about this on Instagram. I'm going to be talking more about this because I think, first of all, this is such a hot topic, but whether or not you should be charging gratuities on your contract or not, opens up conversations for a lot of other things for how we're doing business. So this is a really juicy podcast, and there's a lot of different dynamics within this that I'm going to be talking about today and sharing my beliefs, my opinions, the reasons why I charge gratuity on my contracts, And why it's important to have this instilled if you want your brides to benefit an amazing client experience, okay? So this is not about the money. It always appears to be about the money, but it's not about the money. If you guys have been following me a long time, you guys know I'm all for meaning before money. And... I think a lot of times we are afraid to put to put gratuity automatically on our contracts because we're afraid brides are going to get the contract and then they're not going to book. I think this is a very normal feeling. We need to normalize this for our bridal and beauty industry. People are afraid they're not going to book. But guess what? Starbucks is charging gratuity on a coffee. So why wouldn't we charge gratuity on a service for your bride's most important day of her life. So let's dive in, okay? And the reason why I know this topic so incredibly well is because I, for a very long time, I actually did not charge gratuity on my contracts. I, you know, held this belief of, you know, I think that if I do a good job, that my client's, felt like, you know, that they could tip me, right? That was, that was the mentality that I was in. Now I'm not saying everybody is in that mentality, but for me, I was in this people pleasing, um, submissive, dismissive, no boundaries, no rules, no conviction within my business where I was just being led by my clients and I wasn't leading my clients. Okay. So number one, if you truly believe after you hear this episode, after we go through this episode, after you hear everything I have to say, 
If you truly believe that you want to run your business and have your potential client tip you accordingly if they feel the service was exceptional, then by all means do that. But I'm here to shed some different perspectives for you. And I'm here to also shed these perspectives aren't just some beliefs and things that I thought up in thin air. These beliefs and systems and the way that I do things and my clients do things have created multiple six-figure businesses, consistent multiple six-figure businesses. So it's it cannot be bad. <laughs> so hear me out, okay? Hear me out and come with an open mind. So I was not charging gratuity because, again, I was being led by my client. I was people-pleasing. I was being um, dismissive, submissive. I wasn't leading my business. I was not looking at my business from a CEO perspective. I was looking at my business from a makeup artist perspective, And being so incredibly grateful that I actually got the booking, but not exactly being proactive of how can I make this experience better for my clients? Okay. So first of all, first of all, I want you to understand this. If you are wanting to create an elevated client experience for your bride, why wouldn't you want your bride Why would you want your bride to have to figure it out on the day of all the gratuity, right? As she's trying to walk out the door. It's like the most uncomfortable. Can we just normalize that? Like how freaking uncomfortable is it that, you know, you're standing there waiting to get paid, waiting to get tipped out from gratuity. It's so uncomfortable and you're, she's trying to figure it out and she's asking you, oh, how much was it total? But no, how much was just the bridesmaids total? And no, but she only got, she only got makeup. She didn't get hair and makeup. So what was her total? I mean, it's so freaking uncomfortable. <laughs> like, why would you want your client to go through all that? First of all. So let's first start with that. Why wouldn't you? And when I started thinking about it this way, I was like, well, yeah, why wouldn't I? Like, it's just so complicated and so uncomfortable. And why wouldn't I do a good service? Why wouldn't I give an exceptional service? Why wouldn't I? Why would I give a shitty service? The second thing that came about for me, and this was really what what hit the nail in the coffin, was when I was getting married several years ago, I hired all my wedding vendors. Of course, I didn't hire hair and makeup. I ended up doing my own. But when every single wedding vendor I hired, worth of grain of salt, had gratuity added automatically onto their contracts. And they had all these additional fees too. Service fees, this fee, delivery fee. They had all these other fees. And I'm like, what the hell? You know, I'm over here charging peanuts, like, you know, maybe a thousand or $2,000 for my services, you know, at the time, maybe on a good day, I'd get a super big party, but you know, and then, and then not being tipped or only being tipped on the remaining balance and not the full amount. I mean, let's talk about that here. Like how many of us are sick and tired of just getting tipped on the remaining balance and not the entire freaking amount? 
sometimes I wouldn't even get tipped at all. And it's so disheartening and it's, and it's so disheartening and it's deflating and, you know, you're left thinking, well, did I do a good job? Like, did she like it? You know, in my market, it was about a 50, 50 tip, 50 people were tipping, 50 people weren't tipping. And then when I would send my team out, right, then you know, again, they were just tipping on the remaining balance. Like they weren't tipping on the final. It just was providing lots of confusion. It was confusing my team. Everything about it was confusing. And it wasn't creating a buttoned up, seamless client experience. So I started taking matters into my own hands and I started slowly because again, I was afraid. I was afraid that I would put this gratuity on my contracts and brides wouldn't book. And it's normal to think that, but I'm going to share with you how we can squash that limiting belief because that's what it is. It's a limiting belief. And I'm going to show you how to squash that and how to create value around your contract so that you're not having this issue and you're not having this fear and you're having more confidence. And when you do send out your contract and you're ready for your brides to put down their deposit. Okay. So first of all, I want to go over some mindset shifts first that we have to get around this because it really does start with your mindset. So we already talked a little bit about about this before, but number one, having gratuity on your contracts creates a better client experience overall. It also sets the tone of the client and owner relationship at the time the contract is signed to honor respect. Now, why is this so incredibly important? Now, mind you, mind you, the reason why I wasn't charging gratuity on my contracts was because I was afraid brides weren't going to book and I was letting my client lead me. I was not looking at my business as a business. I was people pleasing, right? I was being submissive. I was not leading myself in my business. But when you have, when you make the decision to put that gratuity on your contract, it sets the tone of the client and owner relationship and it helps honor respect. There are so many different things that you do in your business, literally leading up to from the time the client finds you, okay, From the time the client just discovers you somewhere online to the time of her wedding day, there are so many little things that you are going to want to do and say and have in your business that literally not just like sets the tone, but helps honor respect between the two of you. And I cannot, I cannot say that strong enough because how many times have we gotten difficult brides? I used to get so many difficult brides at the, at the earlier stages of my business. 
And when I started implementing things like having gratuity on the contracts and really starting to self-lead myself in my business, when I started implementing these small little shifts that had nothing to do with the service, it had nothing to do with you know the service on the wedding day. These little things had nothing to do with getting clients and converting more inquiries into booked and paid contracts. It had nothing to do with any of that. But it had everything leading up to the day that was going to create a smooth client experience and create respect, right? Eliminate the difficult brides. The brides are only difficult. And this is like an entirely different podcast conversation. But the brides are only difficult because we're letting the brides lead us. We are not self-leading. We are not creating boundaries and rules and holding in our conviction within our business. A lot of times because we don't know, right? So a lot of times we don't know. And I didn't know. I didn't know I had to do this. I didn't know that adding this to my contract was going to help create respect. I didn't know adding this to the contract was going to set the tone of the client relationship. I didn't know any of this stuff. This was just years of trial and error. And this is how, you know, my systems and booked out bridal business was born. So my point is that I want you to really look at, are you letting your client lead you? Or are you self-leading? Are you taking the reins of your business and saying, no, I'm laying down these boundaries. I'm laying down these rules because I know this is what it needs to be for me to be running my business and being happily paid, happily respected, and getting rid of the difficult brides. You can immediately nip a difficult bride. You can immediately shut that door on a difficult bride if you start taking more control of your business and having them make sure they understand all the rules that It's not just for you, but it's so that you can work proficiently, feel good about what you do to create a great client relationship and experience. The other thing that gratuity helps with is it provides security for your team that they're going to get tipped and not left in the dust with only a, you know, a $20 tip on whatever the remaining balance was versus the full balance right? It secures gratuity of the entire balance, not the remaining one. And so there's lots of different ways that we can shift our mindset around getting behind having this gratuity on our contracts. But the most important thing that you want to make sure you're doing is you're having the right proper contract. Having a proper contract that is law binding also secures having gratuity on your contracts, okay? And when I mean law-binding, I mean more than a two-page contract. I think my contract is like six or seven pages. It's super long. And what a law-binding contract is, it has specific legalities and protects you and the client. It has things in it like um, your legality clause, your indemnification clause, And legal things that, again, creates value around the experience for the client, sets the tone 
of how the relationship is going to go for your client. It builds trust with your client because she's signing a legal law binding contract and not something that you wrote up really quick in Google, right? And so making sure that when you are putting this gratuity on your contract, that you're doing it in a very specific way with very specific language is going to help hold and support the gratuity on the contracts. And I would say within five, in about, I would say five years, five years, I probably only had two people give me pushback on having gratuity on the contract. And you know what? I said, I'm so sorry. These are our policies. And I understand if you choose to go a different route. I wasn't dealing with bullshit, right? 20% is industry standard. At, technically, it's beauty industry standard is anywhere from 20 to 24%, or I think it's now 20 to 25%. So if you don't think you're going to tip me on a 20%, you know, at least a 20%, I'm, I don't want to deal with you as a client because so hundreds of other clients never gave me pushback, right? Because of the value that I have around my business, the value that I have around my contracts, having them law binding, the value that I have that I literally take my client because there's several different types of experiences that you give your client. Okay. There's the experience that you give your client on her wedding day. There's the experience you give your client from the moment she sends the inquiry to wedding day, okay, that's, that is a administrative admin job, right? That is part of the service as well. And then there's the client experience of how she discovers you leading up to the inquiry. So when I talk about a lot of times in my social media, I talk about creating a client experience, elevating your client experience. It's never just about when I talk about the client experience on social, it's never about the client experience on the day of. It's all about the client experience leading how she discovers you online and how she's like in your world and binging all your things online. That's one client experience. The second client experience is the time she sends you the inquiry up to the wedding day. That's the second client experience. Those are the only two client experiences that I really talk about. I don't necessarily talk about the wedding day client experience because at this level, (laughs) although we do talk about it a lot in our mastermind, because when you're sending out your team, there definitely is a certain client experience that you want to make sure that your team is upholding and abiding and that's your team culture that you're creating. But for the most part, Like you have two other client experiences that you need to make sure that you're fulfilling. Again, this, this supports gratuity on your contracts. It's so funny. We ended up, um, actually, I'm going to save that for another podcast episode. I'm not going to talk about this. I'm not going to talk about this today. I'm going to save this for next month. We're going to do another podcast episode about gratuity. Um, and I'm, I'm going to share a really cool story with you guys. Um, 
but I'm going to save that because that is really juicy too. And that's a podcast all in itself. Um, so anyway, where was I? So here's the thing is that this was a boundary that I wanted to create for myself, my team and my clients. Think about how you want to elevate your client experience, not client experience three on the wedding day. We're talking about client experience one and two. How do you want to elevate that client experience? How do you want to refine those client experiences? How do you want your client to envision you, see you when she discovers you online? And this is the next level marketing. This is next level branding. This is next level refinement of why my clients see so much success. Because if you are not... And this is the difference of two of just how everything is shifting and changing so fast and has already changed so fast in our industry is that when you are, when you're just posting random posts of your work here and there, you know, maybe three or four times a week, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But when you create a client experience through what you're posting on social media, what you're talking about on stories, you know, what your website looks like, how you're creating an experience when somebody lands on your website and you're walking them through that homepage and giving them the client experience, that's what's going to convert. That's what's going to get your brides to book you. So... It's not just client experience three, okay? We all can pretty much say we can give a good client experience three, but it's the client experience one and two that really helps sets the tone and provides value around having gratuity on your contracts. Um, I created, so I created the wedding business bundle I'll talk about the wedding business bundle really quickly because it actually has my law binding contract in it. Yes, you can purchase my law. You can purchase my law binding contract um, in in the shop in the under eleven. Sorry. Okay, let's start over. I cannot speak right now. (laughs) Um, You can purchase the law binding contract in the one 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 and under shop for $47, or it comes in the wedding business bundle where you get all of the contracts. Yes, you need more than one COVID contract, cancellation contract, your independent contractor agreement. Um, And literally there's like 30 other things that you get in the wedding business bundle. You can grab that in the shop as well, um, or you can get it for free. You can get the wedding business bundle um, for free. And you can get the law binding contract for free when you enroll inside your booked out bridal business, which is currently on sale now. So bottom line, I want you to really look at, are you, and here's the thing, like you can start off small. Like I started off, I think I started off at like 18%. I started off first at 18% and then I went up to 20. 
I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. What's the difference between 18% and 20%? But you can start off small if you feel better. But this is going to be really, really, really critical if you want to create a great client experience, if you want to increase your income, you know, if you want to make sure that everybody is getting, your entire team is getting paid, not just the two hair and makeup people that are doing the service but the people that are also doing your admin, that is part of the service and they should be getting tipped on it as well. And the countless, sometimes 57, 67 emails of going back and forth, right? That is part of the service as well. So if you want to make sure that everybody is getting, you know, fair game and your client is not having to worry about it on her wedding day, Add the gratuity under contracts. Get around the mindset aspect of it. You will feel so much better when you do. Everybody will be so much happier. Um, It really just creates a lot of just an overall better client experience for everybody. Um, So expect more expect more, more topics on this gratuity. It's such a hot topic. And like I said, if you have a lot of fear around, you know, brides aren't going to book if I put the gratuity on there, I really want you to look at and ask yourself, are you people pleasing? Are you self leading or are you letting your clients lead you? Because this can go down a really detrimental spiral. If you are letting your clients lead you and you're not taking the taking your business by the horns and leading your brides okay then it is you're going to be getting difficult brides you're going to be getting indecisive brides you're going to be because you have no rules you have no boundaries set in place you have you're just wandering around people pleasing all the time and you will be burnt out so fast burnout does not come from overworking, burnout comes from people pleasing, being submissive, letting other people lead you and not leading yourself. And we're going to be talking more about people pleasing. Lots of trauma can come from this. Um, And diving into a little bit more of the mindset aspect behind getting over people pleasing um, in some of the months to come. So stay tuned and look out for all that stuff. Um, and if there is a topic that you want me to talk about, uh, don't hesitate to um, shoot me a DM over on Instagram at the millionaire babe underscore. I would absolutely love, love, love to hear more about it. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Millionaire Babe podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, found it inspiring, helpful, and motivating, take a screenshot of this episode, tag me at the Millionaire Babe underscore, and share on Instagram. And just for sharing, our team will send you a free business audit to help you get started in building the business of your dreams. Or to learn more about how to work with me, go to our website at www.briannamichellecoaching.com. I'll see you on the gram.